0: Welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. This is episode nine hundred and one. My interview with Peter Stankovic, and we're discussing reformed stoicism. Great interview, guys. Enjoy. Good morning. Welcome everyone to my weekly interview with Peter Stankovic. It is a fantastic discussion about stoicism a little bit of a regular theme so far this year, certainly uh, something that I'm quite interested interested in. Hence, I'm interviewing a lot of people that write and research and, and teach um, Stoic philosophy. Guys, it's a fantastic interview. I know this is, these are challenging times that we're all facing and it's um, very uncertain, very uncomfortable. And I think what I loved about this conversation with Peter is that whilst we talk a lot about the Stoicism, some of the insights that he shares are certainly very valuable for times like this. In particular, making sure that we stay focused on what's within our control, um, not only the, the, about the, the narratives of the facts and events of current challenges that we face, but looking at our, our personal lives and our personal goals and values and things like that. This is a great time for self-contemplation, reflection, and making sure that we don't get sucked up too much into the media. So anyway, Peter is a, uh, a philosopher, he studies Stoicism, he teaches it, and he writes books around it as well. Uh, he's got a new book out called Manual of Reformed Stoicism. So guys, check out his work. The links will be in the show notes at episode 901. Other than that, enjoy this fantastic interview. Cheers. Peter, welcome to the Hinwa Podcast. How are you?
1: hey. Uh, uh, thanks for having me. Uh Good, trying to you know, uh, you know, be a stoic in these uh, interesting times.
0: Be a stoic in these interesting times. Well, that's a good place to start. Uh, you've exactly. written a few books on it, and that's true. Suppose by reading into some of your work, you're about bringing stoicism into modern times, and particularly uh, helping it um, for the challenges of our life, happiness, challenges, creativity. Uh, but fill us in. What's the background of your work?
1: so for the background uh, the thing is that uh, I do um, I um, how can I put it I do I do teach at a university over here in Warsaw Poland mm-hmm. and I'm also so i I'm, in a way I'm a academic philosopher partially but also I do I'm a writer I write books on uh, on various fields not only on on stoicism so I'm kind of a mix I have this kind of a mixed position a writer and a philosopher and i'm also but but the, the important part is that i'm not interested in philosophy as as a as a purely scholar scholarly uh enterprise it's something that you teach at the university that you know very long books with long sentences very complicated to read and so on and so on and so on uh what interests me in uh, in philosophy is that uh, philosophy is or at least can be a, actually a way of life the way we approach things in you know our daily tasks the uh, the the entire attitude we 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 show in our in our uh, life in our daily um, in our daily uh, things yeah uh, one of the major if you approach philosophy that way uh, then immediately one of the major uh, major op- options on the table is nothing else but stoicism mm. and stoicism as you probably know is a as uh, a thing which was invented like 200 years. Uh, 2300. A years ago back yeah. in ancient so it's kind of a long story uh, but basically the idea and this is to answer your question specifically the core idea they consider of the the whole thing is to try to take mentioned stoicism philosophy from ancient greece and uh turn it to life today uh to show that it is possible to live a stoic life today and that we can all uh we, we can all and should all benefit Yeah, that's that's the major major thing here. And on this topic, I've indeed uh, I've written a few books.
0: So a couple of thousand years ago, very popular to live a stoic life. Um, It did die off, didn't it, at some point? And then, when was it sort of reinvented? When did it come back into modern day?
1: It's a process, very much. You see, because uh, it's been since the Renaissance, since like sixteenth century, Hmm. uh, this idea of uh, kind of bringing back to life rediscovering Stoicism has been around, right? Uh, I mean, people were kind of, uh, after the uh, Middle Ages period, people were getting to um, you know, rediscover old Stoic books and kind of reinvent all those ideas. And this process has been uh, going mm-hmm. on for, for quite a long time. And this kind of a major peak or boom of interest in Stoicism is actually the turn of the last century. Uh, the late 20th century and now the beginning of the 21st century. This is the kind, kind of a, indeed a Stoic boom, as we as we uh, as we call it. And uh, yep. it is a fact that Stoicism is having its cultural moment, so to speak. So the, the, the bottom line here: it's not uh, it, it's it, it's taken some time already, and the the high peak of interest is right now. And importantly, uh, it's not just me. I mean, I of course believe in my interpretation of Stoicism that it is you know refreshing and sound and so on but they are uh there are definitely other folks in this field too
0: so do you feel the um the practice of stoicism is ramping up right now
1: uh yes basically that's very very much true
0: okay how do you go i mean i just want to put it into a perspective from your day-to-day life and your practices of stoicism how do you live a stoic life
1: uh that's a good question because you know uh, I, uh, stoicism is something that happens in, uh, in a few dimensions um, at the same time. Hmm. Uh, so I do not only try to live stoically myself, this is something I of course I'm trying to I aspire to all the time. Yeah. obviously, but also it's a, it's an intellectual project. I'm mean, trying to I'm constantly trying to think and rethink about it and then I'm publishing the results of mentioned thinking. Uh, so it also opens up the dimension of me as an author of uh, in Stoicism, writing Stoic books. So these are kind of you know intellectual uh, book and uh, and and daily life. These perspectives are kind of intertwined here. And in my um, in my daily life, uh, you know, the thing is that you never in Stoicism we never claim that we are perfect Stoics because we yeah. all know that it's very true to become a fully developed full-fledged Stoic sage so it's always this kind of a exercise or just our aspiration to do certain things Stoically. and uh, so this is this kind of a scope or attitude or an approach and trying to uh, you know put on my uh, the, on my daily perspective and uh, approach thing things this way and I'm failing all the time, but then I'm trying again and that's the whole that's the whole thing here.
0: So a constant um, attitude of improvement is sort of what you're saying?
1: Sort of, yes. Hmm. Of improvement and also this constant awareness that i, I that I'm never getting there fully and that the, the entire message consists in just trying and trying again and throughout this process I do. I believe I do some some progress. So, for instance, the yeah. uh, the, the coronavirus is the, the the pandemic is the obvious example right now. So, one of the major uh, major stoic things here is to realize is to keep in mind that uh, the very fact that the uh, that the virus is out there and that we have this entire situation yeah. uh, is totally not in my control. Right? Actually. Uh, no one. Control, the, the point about the virus is that no one seems to be able to control that. But definitely me. I mean myself, the 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 first person here. Uh, I do not control it. I, I do control only my reaction to the coronavirus, to so only my uh, the course of my own action, the course of my own thought is something I, I control, and this is the area I need to focus on. So that would be, you know, stoicism 101. The, the very uh, very basic component here.
0: Yes, yes. Um, and we can we can delve into that um, quite a bit, I suppose, at the moment because it's it's quite a um, serious event that's happening around the globe, so we can all relate to it. Um, but with this this constant idea of improvement, is that a particular practice or underlying value of, of Stoicism, or is it considered a practice? Because I know looking at you know what's out of our our control, the externals of our life, is is considered a practice of stoicism. Is the the need for constant improvement also that? Uh,
1: I mean, it's not value uh, as in singular. It's like your approach, to your values in plural. I mean, sticking to the example of the coronavirus. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the the thing is that uh, to, when I say that you know some things are out of your control and you need to focus not on them but on the things that are are in your control it's it seems kind of obvious like 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 a trivial thing uh, the, the the stoic like the, the sophistication of stars the, the deeper message here is that when I uh, when I see my um, when I approach my life so to speak when I see when I'm thinking about uh, my own life and about what I'm trying to do I need to have this kind of a you know list of uh, values I'm trying to uphold in my life and list of uh, objectives the uh, purposes, goals that I want to shoot at, uh, and uh, this is something that I need to constantly keep in mind and constantly refresh, kind hmm. of update all the time. And then, if I do that, if uh, if if I do that, then when a coronavirus happens, then I'm able to kind of you know delete or, or remove part of that list and focus on the uh, on the other part. So, for example, if I if my goal in life is to let's say. Um, uh, let's say uh, um, the uh, Olympic Games in Tokyo were postponed already, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm a sport person and if if I'm shooting at, uh, you know, taking part in the Olympics, uh, then you know I do have a problem. But on my, if my list of goals and the values is longer, then I still I'm still able to do things that are not affected by coronavirus. For example, if I also have the goal of writing a book, then I can perfectly write it during the pandemic, right? That's the that's the thing here. That you, uh, the what the Stoics say is that you will get messed up, you will get lost, you will get dis- disturbed if you do not constantly refresh and think about the list of your goals and values. Because if and if you do that, then it will be kind of safe and immune to those, you know, mm. changing circumstances. Because you yeah, you'll always be able to, or at least in most situations, you will be able to. Uh, you know, to, to to pick something else, and that's the that's the whole point, or at least one of the points.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's a it's a it's a very good, uh, I suppose, philosophy, philosophical way of life, isn't it? To, to look at our values and, and goals daily, and I, I think when in this current environment, and I'm certainly now thinking about what you've just said, I've been so distracted by everything that's going on that I've I've let slip the focus on my yes. values and goals. And I haven't had any time or given any time, not that I haven't had any time, but I haven't given any time yes. to that, that level of self-awareness and practice of, of re-evaluating things and connecting with those things. What? Yes. I want to delve into your sort of daily routine and, and I guess, you know, we're looking at your life and, and you obviously study uh, philosophy and stoicism daily. Um, so perhaps it's going to be a little bit different. But what is your daily routine look like? When you get up, is there a particular way you approach your morning um, to to keep these things top of mind? Uh,
1: no, not really. Do you think that I should have such a routine? I uh, this 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 is not really the way I. Uh, a lot, I, a lot I, of people uh,
0: believe in the uh, the routines. Yeah.
1: I, I so I, I do have some. Certain regimens I'm trying to put myself through, but they are not. um, If even if they are daily, for example, I I do have this this weird project of doing 110 push-ups every day, Uh, not in a single straw, but you know, uh, in in parts throughout the day, uh, just to to make the tally 110. And I not always uh, succeed in that, but this is not something you know. Why, Why do you have that goal? Uh, just to you know, stay sharp and kind of stay focused to you know physical exercise. Okay. Uh, but the thing is that it, this is not something necessarily you know associated and connected with stoicism. It's more like what what stoicism gave me is that uh, it's not a par- some kind of a particular stoic routine. Like I do not wake up and then I, I I do not recite Marcus Aurelius. I don't do things like that. But stoicism gave me on a, on, on a deeper level gave me this. Uh, this kind of a platform or or um, wider approach to you know to see things and uh, for example to create habits like um, like this 110 push-ups every day uh, because I do believe that this certain routine kind of benefits my health and you know also my well-being mentally too hmm. uh, but and so this is something that kind of sprang out of stoicism, but it is not not necessary. uh, It is is not kind of a necessary thing. Uh, One thing I believe in in this modern approach to stoicism or reformed stoicism, uh, as I prefer to call it, is that we need to Kind of think up our routines ourselves that there is this kind of individual uh, responsibility individual autonomy uh, there is no the uh, present-day stoicism in the 21st century hmm. uh, it's not like a one-size-fits-all kind of thing it's more like you need to absorb certain mental attitudes certain philosophical framework and then you kind of do the work on your own from there. So in so my example... Reformed,
0: yeah? reformed Stoicism as opposed to yes. traditional. Was there yes. a difference there? Was traditional all about having a, a more um, routine that's the status quo rather than your own
1: uh, the way of life? Is, the difference is not in the routines themselves. It's more like, for one, uh, the ancient Stoics, they kind of believed that their, uh, their answer... And their concept of life is a universal one that you that you just need to understand what the Stoic way is, and then you just follow the uh, follow Marcus Aurelius, and then you you, you get to, you, and then you become happy this way. In reform Stoicism today, I believe that there, we need a much much we need much more of a latitude for choice. That we need to kind of adjust our own path. And if something, if for example, if uh, if doing push-ups every day. Uh, feels good with me and uh, prompts me in a, in a good direction, then I, I need to do that. But it not, it's not a necessary thing. It is important yeah, yeah. to, on the, so to speak, on the Stoic platform, within the Stoic framework of mentioned improvement and so on and so on, I do need to you know, focus on my own way and I need to kind of uh, search my own way uh, on my own. It's not like I just you know, open up Marcus Aurelius and then receive all the answers. What I receive mm. is, something, is it's a message about how to think about myself. But what do I do with that? How do I execute that in practice in my daily life? This is kind of you know, up, to, up to me. So individual freedom, this kind of moral autonomy and uh, latitude for choices, these are important tenets of Reformed Stoicism.
0: So we're sort of using Stoicism as a way to train our, our mind and way of thought so that we can proceed in our our personal lives in a more purposeful
1: way. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, you, you about the routines. I have one more point. For example, because uh, I uh, I believe I kind of skirted this question about what I do every day. For example, I do not. Uh, uh, I gave up alcohol like ten years ago. Hmm. Uh, yeah, ten ten years and two months. Uh, it's, it's been already and for and for i i, I believe uh for five years, no four yeah for four and a half years i um i i i've been avoiding you know coca-cola and 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 stuff like that i mean uh that kind of um you know pop and this fizzy drinks, and, yeah. and, and, and then yeah fizzy drinks and uh on the other hand, I, uh, I I've been sticking to you know a healthier diet since I believe uh, 2016, so four years already. So I do kind of engage in those projects of not doing few things, for example, avoiding alcohol, avoiding certain types of unhealthy food, and then I kind of stick to it, uh, you know, for a prolonged piece of uh, prolonged um, prolonged time, like you know, without alcohol, mm-hmm. it's been About ten years, years already. And again, this is not something necessarily, I believe, a Stoic needs to do. If someone can enjoy, like you know, two beers and kind of every other you know weekend, and, uh, and but was and that was good... that
0: something? Because I know a, a Stoic, mm-hmm. you know, a Stoic way is to, um, I don't know what the the correct term is, but to be without um, and to practice moments of being without um, is is certainly something that can strengthen the character. Is that something mm-hmm. with your no alcohol? Is that something that started as A longer-term vision or did you actually just say i'm just gonna not drink alcohol and it's just turned into 10 years
1: oh exactly that i just uh, i just tried to do that and then it turned into 10 years because you know when you if you have you know eight years under, under your belt you don't just say no i'll have a beer and i'll ruin the eight-year-old uh, Period of not drinking by one beer. So it just kind some of costs and this yeah. is the thing that, that it kind of picks up momentum on its own like w- when you when you when you force yourself to do or not to do certain types of things in a You know straight fashion for some longer time Then you just get better at it. It, it comes more easily and uh, you just get you kind of reinforce yourself and you develop your character this way so many many things of course i'm just an aspiring stoic and, and i of course fail miserably in in many things that i should be doing as a stoic but for example 10 years with not a single drop of alcohol is a is a check mark in the plus column and yeah that's that's how it works but again it's not something that every stoic is obliged to do this is just my is way very personal mm, okay yeah, it is very personal do, yes. do, you, do you, and, you think
0: that um sometimes and this is in regards to you know being without things that sometimes we tackle too many things at once is there a stoic view on on how to approach the things that we take
1: on as a writer as a as a teacher and as a father of uh, of a two year old uh, i do definitely uh, have too much on my plate that i do definitely tackle too many things at once that's mm. definitely that's a problem and yet for most people. in stoicism we need to for, uh, we need to um, because you know sometimes it is impossible to just have one thing in mind. That would be an ideal, right? But uh, that's sometimes just is just impossible. The stoic thing to do is to be kind of to do it consciously. That I do not allow this kind of extra unnecessary things to kind of sneak into my mind and on my plate I need to be constantly aware of what I am What I am doing and of what what I'm trying to achieve hmm. and even if and sometimes it's kind of you know I I'm, I'm, I'm forced to do some uh, multitasking and I'm forced to To you know juggle a few things at once, but I as long as I am, you know as as long as I, I as long as I'm aware of that that's uh, that's the, um, I'm still on the, on, uh, on, on, the good side, I would say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just lost my thought. Um, with your, no with your attitude in the day, I guess that's where I want it sort of, cause having that, that consciousness about what we're doing, what we're taking on, you yeah. know, the, the why behind it is one thing, but I know from my personal life, it's often, Again, I, I tackle too much. I put too much on my plate, and then yes. that level of clarity wanes. What sort of practices do you have in your day, or is it just again something that's built up over time? And how do you how do you put your mindset and attitude in the right frame of mind each day?
1: Uh, just as I said before, I unfortunately don't have like one practice for
0: you. Don't meditate uh, or
1: for doing things i do meditate sometimes but Mm -hmm. this is just a kind of a regular mindfulness type of meditation it's not something you know necessarily stoic but i do believe that meditation this you know mindfulness uh, approach um, can be a very helpful thing for the for the stoic in a way that uh, you know meditation my my favorite phrase would be that uh, meditation strengthens, and uh, Develops the muscle that you then you that you later use stoically and these two can work uh, Work together that mm. you, you gain some strength through meditation and then you put that strength into action through Stoicism so these two can to, can go perfectly together uh, but it, I believe that um, in a way I re- on, on some different level, I, I, I write a lot about Stoicism on my Stoic fan page on the you know, upcoming books. There are always some upcoming books in my case. So, I write a lot about Stoicism, and the practice of writing on this subject is, uh, the exercise, is, is an exercise in That's itself, a good, yeah. And and, th- and this is deeply versed into the tradition, like Marcus Aurelius Rope wrote his meditations for, for that reason, exactly. So... Uh, in my case, but this is again p- very particular because I'm not just a, an aspiring stoic, but I'm I'm also a writer, uh, guys, a guy who uh, writes on stoicism, and I do write a lot. So that's the that's one of the in you know, my daily practices practices here. Yes. Uh, and and again, this is something that can be very very beneficial mm. because you know you constantly refresh those ideas uh, for yourself when you write, and better still if you teach. I mean, in a you know actual yes. classroom for yeah. students. Then when you talk about it, or within this interview this happens too, uh, when you talk about it, then you reinforce your stoic uh, stoic character and you kind of impose those ideas on yourself again and again. Mm. That's, that's the practice here. But, also, but again, that's not for everyone actually.
0: So when you're writing about it and teaching it, and I suppose um, for the people that are you know new to stoicism or unfamiliar with the work, how do we, how do you teach or or guide someone into stoicism to use it as um, a philosophy for, the, for their personal lives
1: um, i believe that majorly happens through my books i uh, since the publication of my first book in polish it was 6, six years ago our uh, first book on stoicism i've been uh, receiving a constant you know constant stream of thank you messages and of kind of just you know uh, letters of support and just people telling me that uh, the book changed their lives and so on and so on and so on so in my case it happens mostly through from my books with which we uh, uh, in which i kind of lay out the my take on stoicism so in the in the most recent book the mentioned manual uh, of reformed stoicism the, the idea the idea is that there are 20 i believe 26 chapters uh, and in every chapter i just you know lay out the um uh, one particular Stoic principle, and it is it is done in a uh, in the form of commentaries to ancient texts. I mean, uh, to, uh, there there are quotes from Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, and so on, and I comment uh, extensively on them. So this this happens through uh, through books in my case uh, in my case mostly. Uh, but when I uh, in conversation, I mean, for for example, when I teach students, we basically do the same thing just orally. We uh, try to, you know, uh, elaborate on certain stoic dogmas, like the idea of things that are in our control and not in our control. We, we discuss them and through discussion, you know, uh, lights, uh, lights comes out and, uh, we, um, mm. we see things then.
0: So those six that you talk about in the book, um, reformed, a manual of reformed stoicism. Yes. What, what are those six? I mean, I assume they're the ones that we've discussed with other uh, people on the show before. Uh, I think
1: that's, uh, it's 26. 26. Uh, okay.
0: 26. Well, let's not go through yeah, all those.
1: 20, 20 principles. So, first of all, the idea of uh, that there are things that are not in our power and things that are in our power. Mm. That's one. Uh, the other, that we need to focus on the things in our power, obviously. Then the idea that uh, our. So to speak, our happiness and our the, the state of our mind in general, uh, and our misery and happiness and so on, they are not built on the uh, facts, uh, facts, events, and all that happens around us itself. It is built on our, as I tend to call it, narratives about the those things. There is this kind of a you know voice in our mm-hmm. head, not uh, not to confuse with you know hearing voices and and that stuff, but you know this this kind of internal voice that. Tells the story, internal voice that narrates everything that happens to us. This is the key thing. Marcus Aurelius used to uh, used to call it conceptions of things. In our case, the term narrative, I believe, is 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 best and and you know most up to date. So the the thing is that it is this our internal voice that makes us happy or unhappy, miserable or mm. flourishing. And we need to we need to first of all we need to realize. Talking about specifics, we need to realize that we have this voice under control at, at least potentially if we try then we we are able to kind of navigate we are able to curate this uh, this this voice and we need to focus on that and this is this realization that opens uh, opens up uh, one of the gates to stoicism so to speak
0: so with that with that alone so i mean that's a, that's a great that be- uh, uh, philosophy i suppose does stoicism then offer guidance on how to to bring that to fruition and really bring that to the forefront of one's mind. Because yes, I, I believe the, the story that we tell ourselves about events and facts of life in in infects or, or helps our level of happiness, etc. But um, a lot of people are stuck with a narrative that they, they seem to not be able to control. Does Stoicism offer worry, ways to overcome that? Or is it just about Reading this sort of topic and bringing it to the top of mind constantly so that you can alter that narrative
1: Okay, okay. Okay. Obviously. Yeah, Uh, I see your point Maybe I I might have overstated in a way that uh, because it's not that you are able to Control that voice fully and all the time Hmm. the thing about this internal voice about about this narrative is that uh, It's kind of uh, it's to a degree independent from us or at least it has a life of its own. It's happening inside us, mm. and it's kind of talking and talking. You know, streaming these uh, these things. Uh, and the first point, and this is kind of the kind of you know magic bullet here, one of the major points of study we need to realize that this voice is even there, and that we are not the same as this voice, right? That I do not have to. That this voice is not me actually. It's not me myself. This voice talking this uh, the this narrative I mm. need to realize that this is something to a degree different than me I need to and I need to realize that I'm not kind of shackled to it I'm not uh, I'm not obliged to always comply I'm not obliged to always follow it that's the key thing because okay oftentimes I will not be able to control that voice but the, the sheer uh, sheer awareness that I, I don't have to follow that. I have my independence from it It's the it, this is the key here, right? I sometimes just uh, you know Negative bad thoughts will be appearing in my mind. That's that's true Sometimes it is inevitable and it's quite often actually But the key story thing is to realize that I do not have to follow these bad evil Thoughts that I have my independent decision to make mm. whether or not I want to cherish these bad thoughts or just let them pass, and this is the key realization. To say that I can control that voice is is an overstatement. What I can what I can control is my reaction to that voice, is my attitude, is is yeah. uh, my own uh, choice on what to do with uh, with these thoughts. So that's the that's the Stoic approach.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean it's. It's definitely something that needs to be revisited you know, consistently and, and constantly, doesn't it? Like Stoicism and the philosophies. And,
1: this, yes, and exa- this is exactly something that you can do every day in a way that this particular point about the relationship between uh, myself and the, that voice in my head, that narrative that I do have in my head, hmm. this is something that needs to be daily. Revised this is something that you need to constantly keep up that this is something that if you want to you can make it a routine that uh, When the you know when you when you wake up the first thing in the morning you say to yourself Remember throughout the day that I am not the same. I'm not identical uh, With my thoughts that I am something else and the narrative in my head is something else and I do not have to Oblige I, I do not have to comply. I do not have to follow it all the time. That's the That's one key thing to keep in mind, definitely.
0: Yeah, I mean, is that with like the 26 that you write about? Is that something that, you know, perhaps people could have a list of next to them? And once they've read your work, they could actually look at the list and just, you know,
1: just. That can make make a fine list or a reminder or something like that, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I'm just thinking a way to to train the mind, um, you know, other than spending like you do time researching and writing about it. Um, and you probably do that for, I don't know, a a while each day. Um, but then also teaching it as well. That's obviously going to train your mind significantly better than the person that has to go to work, um, at the supermarket or whatever it might be, you know, so just trying to think about ways to bring stoicism in our everyday life.
1: Yes, uh, that's true. And one one thing about one curious thing about stoicism is that if you want to, you can try. You, you can exercise stoicism on anything you want, right? For example, if you do work, if you do have some kind of a, you know dull job that uh, you just don't really like and you just um, you, you 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 just do that for money, uh, then you can try to. You may want to try to approach it stoically, right? For example, treat it as a as a school of uh, of patience as a, as a as a moment to practice my patience, my patience for if I do something that I do not like to do it is also an exercise in me being you know um, strong and uh, resilient even if I'm forced to do something that I I, I don't really want to do uh, and it goes on and on and on it's like um, in a way every single thing I do in my life can be approached can be done stoically, or at least I'm, I can try to do it stoically. Whether it is writing about stoicism or working working in a supermarket. Mm. And also, I would in my book there is a phrase I believe, uh, or maybe yeah, I, I believe this is the, from the most recent book that uh, you can try to approach everything, every single thing stoically, and no errand, no thing, nothing at all will ever become worse for you if you try it on stoically. So that would be the the uh, the advantageous part.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is there a, um, a particular sort of book or selection of, of works that you would recommend for people to sort of have on their shelf and have at hand or read through and you know start?
1: Obviously my own book. absolutely. <laughs> the start of the humble part a manual for a manual of reform stoicism just freshly out with Vernon Press. This year, uh, and the uh, what I believe about this book that it makes it kind of uh, kind of uh, kind of well written in a sense conceptually well designed is that it's not only my own narrative, but it is a constant stream of commentaries to the en- to the works of ancients. So you have a lot of Marcus Aurelius, you have a lot of Seneca, mm. and Ictetus. So you have this kind of a situation when you are trying when you uh, I in this book I. Kind of um, lead you, the the reader, uh, in the joint effort of trying to figure out what the ancients had to say. And if you go, if you want to, living my book, if you go, to, if you want to go with the ancients, obviously uh, the meditations by Marcus Aurelius, the works of Seneca, and the works of Epictetus, yeah. uh, they are available online with no problems. So whenever, and there are many translations in English. There are lots of translations many of them very fresh so there is no problem with that so if you if you want to go with the classics feel uh, out of those too to yeah. so. and also uh, to just to advertise my colleagues too there are many uh, many books by present day authors about soism, quite like my own book uh, but just by written by different guys and differently Massimo Piglucci, Donald Robertson uh, William Irvine uh, their books on Stoicism are also uh, very uh, informative, very, very much worth of reading. So yeah, yeah there is a there is this kind of you know subgenre of books doing specifically that, uh, providing a modern approach on stoicism.
0: And we had Massimo on the uh, show here, and that's that's certainly how we've connected, isn't it? So uh, Peter, that's,
1: with... a, that's a possibility. Yes, of course. I think so. Yeah, so P- Massimo, absolutely great guy.
0: I think your uh, microphone there, Peter, might be rubbing on something. Now is better. I'm not sure, but yeah, I just picked up on a bit of a, a static sound or something there. Um, should be better right now, it should be good. So, what, what particular, um, what are your favorite sort of practices in stoicism? Maybe
1: your top one or two favorite practices of stoicism? Uh, I believe that, uh, this kind of a I, I, I'm not sure if it counts as a practice, no. but uh, This idea of having this uh, list of values and goals not right. uh, always handy Written down if you want But at least in your mind it should be very clear uh, that y- y- in a way you need to revise it daily and Particularly in the time of a pandemic you need to revise it significantly uh, This is something that I'm trying to do in a way um, in a way, yeah, all the time, kind of.
0: So can we can we ask you about your list of yeah. values and goals? Can we delve into that? Yeah. I don't want to get too personal, but if, as much as you can share, I suppose. What does your list look like? I mean, is it pretty significant? Is it just a, a few things on each list?
1: Uh, whoa, that's it. Yeah, I, I I think that would be a personal question in the sense that the values that I'm trying to apply Whole, these are kind of uh, personal things but the goals uh, are kind of uh, more more relatable because for example as a as the author mm. I, uh, I i do have a specific number uh, i do have specific book projects in mind so for example yes. writing a book or this on that topic is a uh, this particular book on science on or or on something else is yep. something that i may want to put up on my this is actually what i what I had for most of the last year, uh, just on 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 over my uh, over my working place, just I had the uh, I had the uh, sheet of paper of specifically titles of the books that I want to you're complete. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it, so this is something that kind of keeps you straight, right? That it kind of reminds you constantly about uh, where mm-hmm. you are, where you're headed. Uh, but for specific routines, uh, a way of those uh, goals and values. One thing I like to do very much is not actually a routine, but it is a kind of a mental approach, mental thing that I'm trying to do when I face a hardship, maybe a problem. Yep. Uh, is that, and this is again something that I kind of interpreted out of the text of the ancients. Is that uh, because they do write about that, but but not kind of. Uh, explicitly, so this required a bit of uh, interpretation or reformation, is that whenever you uh, approach a problem, whenever you face hardship, whenever you have a kind of a difficult moment, then you need to, uh, as I call it in the book, define a proper alternative. So either you decide that something is painful and uh, problematic to to the extent that you need to do something about that, and then you do. Then you're trying to solve the problem. You try you're doing this thing or you decide that the that this problem is not uh, that Big of a problem and doing something about that would be more problematic more painful and so on mm. than the problem itself mm. So and you have to choose and you have only this is an either-or situation You no. don't have the third way to go and this person on. You ask about you know these personal things. So personally, this was something that was this kind of very me in a way that I had a in my life. I had this tendency to kind of be get stuck in this middle way that I I was seeing something, perceiving something as a problem, as a, as a pain in the in the ass, and as, as something that was nagging me. But I was still not doing anything about it. And this was this kind of a realization on this mentioned Stoic pro- platform that I kind of. Learn that i need to define something as a problem as a big problem and then try to do about th- try to do something about that or define something as not that big of a problem and then prefer to do nothing so uh, this was a kind of a big uh again not a routine but a major it's like a game changer I, yeah maybe not a game changer but <laughs> one of the small Changes that kind of shape my, my my stoic attitude. So that was a that's why of course that's one of the uh, that's one of the uh, Chapters in the book one of the yeah. one of my principles and this works very well for me, but again in reform stoicism in the 21st century and this is the idea behind the book that you have 26 chapters and you in a way you choose on your own for me this idea of the proper alternative works best and also this idea of values and goals works very well but for someone else this may go the other way someone someone may want to prefer a different setup of these you know principles Uh, and that's as long as you are within this type spectrum then you are you're, you're still okay i think
0: um you know that's because it sounds like listening to you throughout this conversation today it yeah. sounds like you've got a high level of clarity and, and a high level of consciousness about what you do um, and perhaps... that, that,
1: that Maybe just sounds that way. Ma- maybe it again. sounds
0: that way, but I guess, you know, it's probably true because this is the way of your, your life and maybe that's the, the reason for you in particular, that routine isn't as necessary as the, that level of consciousness because then you can okay. look in your goals and your values, you can decipher what's, what's important and what's not and what's going to help you move towards in a
1: in a uh, more okay, correct okay. direction. If I, than... if I interrupt, that's a very good point coming from you uh, right now because, yes, I'm kind of a, in a way, intellectual person. I, you know, I teach at the Institute of Philosophy. Mm. I'm writing books which are kind of written in a clear fashion, right? I'm this kind of clarity in in thought and in in, in the process of writing is, is important to me. So, yes, I'm this kind of a guy that, you know, I do things intellectually and therefore I do not need Routines on the level that some people do but other people are kind of more or maybe more organized around action and for them This kind of a routine may be more uh, More necessary. So this is a yeah, this is a this is the point that sometimes certain certain type of intellectual clarity or intellectual kind of uh, Refreshing things all the time in your mind is a way to go. Sometimes you need a more uh, more physical more concrete routine but hmm. on the other hand I just want to remind you that I do I'm trying to do all these you know 110 push-ups a day so I do believe in routines also but they don't do not have to be necessarily stoic routines. But, but you don't
0: and, you don't wake up and, and push your 110 you do that at some point in your day not necessarily at a given time at the, you know
1: yes exactly like 15 at this time 15 in the morning and so on and so on. But the final point to just, you know, open up one more dimension here is that I, uh, I, and this is something I realized, I think, just now when we were talking, that I didn't have those routines. I just started them after stoicism. It is, so it is stoicism that kind of enabled me to, you know, start off this, this weird projects of doing push-ups every day or not drinking alcohol. So this was stoicism that kind of uh, laid the foundation for that. Yeah, so, well, that's way, where you got yeah, the positive they, they momentum. Can, they are rooted in stoicism. They're not stoic per se, no. but they're rooted themselves, in, rooted in stoicism. And so, in a way, you may say that stoicism gave me power to, you know, like, not drink or, uh, you know, try to follow this physical regimen and so on and so on. So, yeah, that would be the kind of a complete picture here.
0: Yeah, with with and going back to values. I mean, is this something that you talk with other people about? You know. How do you determine your values and how do you come up with that list of values that you sort of can look at every day and go, that's what I value and, you know, to stay, help stay focused? I mean, is that something that you help others with or is that just more personal? No,
1: I believe, I mean, I believe it is personal and it needs to be very personal. Hmm. Uh, and this is something I kind of, again, in reform stoicism, in my interpretation of, of stoicism, uh, this is something I will leave with the uh, reader, or with the with the student, or yeah, yeah. or whoever that way. That this is something you need to figure out very personally, intimately. Even this is something that is kind of you know it's the, this is this core of your uh, of your personality, the very 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 deep stuff and very very personal stuff. So this is not something I want to impose on you. There is a certain, as I said, certain platform, say, certain way of thinking about. Uh, yourself that you need to adopt as a stoic mentioned things like uh, Mentioned things about the narratives about the things mm. that are not in your control and so on and so, yeah. and so on yeah. but within that you still have a significant um, a significant latitude sig- significant freedom for choice how exactly you Want to go about that and this is something that everyone needs to do on their own and this is I believe a difference between reform stoicism today and uh, and the and the ancient stoicism because it, it, with the ancients it, it was kind of more universal You just needed to follow certain types of rules and today in the 21st century I do think that we need to Realize and admit that even within mentioned rules, you still have a lot of maneuverability, wiggle room, and this kind of personal responsibility for what you want to achieve and how.
0: Mm. Yeah, it seems like um, a lot of people are caught in the trap of of living life um, without any internal guidance, Um, and they're just living based on everything else that's going on, and maybe stoicism is a great... Yeah, resource or exactly. tool to help us understand what is in our control again to have more self autonomy and more yes. personalized lives, purposeful lives. Yes.
1: So, so, so if you want to live kind of you know life with, life of with purpose and passion, right? That the phrase goes. If you want to <laughs> live a purposeful life, this, this is stoicism, what stoicism is all about. It, it on, on some level on, on this kind of uh, you know practical specific level of your daily life and you your you know personal goals and ideas about what to do in your life the stoics in my interpretation the stoics don't tell you exactly which job you want to take on which you know where when you want to what do you want to do during the coronavirus and so on and so on but it gives you some kind of an stoicism gives you insight on this internal guide, as you said on this kind of internal alignment of things how they work how they are associated with the values and goals and so on. Hmm. So it kind of gives you the uh, ideas about how you need to uh, steer yourself, how you, how you need to navigate yourself. Uh, but about the where exactly you want to go, you yeah. still have a lot of a, a lot of freedom to choose.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I like it. So let's just just wrap it up um, with just a bit of talk about the current events. And and yeah, managing our course. way through this because I'm sure people are asking you sort of questions around this too, and I, I'm assuming you think about it a lot as well, like most of us. True. What um, what are you proposing? Like, what are we what are we doing this, in this crisis that we're facing?
1: Uh, you follow the official rules of what to do. I mean, for the uh, for the public health, whether or not, yeah. you, for example, in uh, here in our country, uh, you, we are on lockdown, so you are not supposed to, you know, even leave your home. Uh, Without a clear purpose like a doctor or or shopping food and uh, and that stuff. So you follow the official rules So you stay at home. You don't you know do unnecessary? uh, Visits Uh, and this is also a perfect time to rethink yourself. I mean we all have uh, Unless you have a unless you have a baby uh, to uh to attend you most many of us will have a lot of maybe not spare time but this kind of a perspective uh, mm. that uh, that we may we may try to use to in a way think again rethink or think again about our own lives i mean the thing about the time besides all the medical stuff all the dangers the uh, economic impact and so on and so on uh, the thing about the the pandemic is that it is a it is a It is an unusual time in a literal sense because when we when we when we live in our usual in the usual time When we just go about uh, the business of everyday life as we do as always Then we kind of lose this perspective Then it is easy to kind of forget What we are trying to achieve and where we are really going so whenever uh, And this is a stoic thing to take to use opportunities when they come not in the kind of a uh, You know business like sense, but in the moral sense Hmm. so Right now, we, we all do have this kind of a moral opportunity to think about our lives, to try to see it from a different perspective, because the time is kind of out of place, out of joint. We have this kind of a uh, pers- perspective that we do not have every day, and it is a good thing to seize this opportunity and just try to you know think about ourselves from a different perspective so that this is one thing that i would uh, strongly mm. recommend and but again of course not everyone will have time for that because you know, parents uh remote work uh, and so on and so on uh not everyone is just you know laying on a coach and watching netflix uh so that's again not for everyone so if that's not for you then you the thing let's get back to the thing about goals and values this is a good time to think about the uh, list of goals that you're trying to achieve cross out or at least suspend those that are your that you are not able to work on hmm. During the pandemic and focus on those that you are trying to, that you may work at home uh, yeah. So yeah, this is a plenty of stuff to this is plenty of stuff to think about and and one one another things that uh, Stoicism reminds us that unless you're you know uh, on the death row being about executed the following morning and stuff like that and uh, Unless you are like or when you are like extremely uh, in some kind of extreme medical condition. Uh, So in usual cases and uh, in most of cases and even during the coronavirus, you still have a lot to do. You still, if you just think wide enough, you are. You have lots and lots of opportunities to develop your character, to go about uh, the things that are important to you, and so on and so on. This it's just important to uh, keep the proper perspective in mind, and the proper perspective, as always, is the uh, stoic one.
0: Yes, yes, no, very, very useful um, guidance right now, and I think um, hopefully. Well, it's it's you know the. And I was thinking about this the other day, but the normality of life um, hasn't been shaken up for just the one person or a few people that sometimes happens through trauma or or unusual experiences. This has been shaken up for everyone and it really puts you out of place. Um, And in that process, um, you may not know how to to deal with being put out of place other than latching on to negative media thoughts, etc. That maybe do more harm than
1: good. So it's a great oh, absolutely. time. Absolutely. That that's just one very important advice. Uh, you need to cut cut down on your media intake, With traditional media, bit uh social media. We just all need to limit the input of newsfeed and all those uh, all those breaking news and uh, that that kind of stuff. We need to limit that significant, mm. significantly because it is kind of impossible to uh to to follow it is just for a hell i mean you cannot stay mentally healthy if you follow all these news 24 7 this media cycle is killing us definitely and so i do recommend for for all stoics and non-stoics to just cut down on your media intake right now because otherwise Mm. we will go crazy
0: i'm so guilty too like it's just it, it does get a little bit addictive um, yes. And I guess it's because you you like what's going you know, you don't know what's next. but I, this is a really exactly. good point of yours to give yourself very- some time to focus on the goals and values and just really spend some more time in contemplation, I suppose as well. Um, certainly something that I, I could do uh, well with my time should we get into a full lockdown here in Australia.
1: Absolutely. Yes, that's a, that's a possibility.
0: Mate, how can people best find you and reach out to you and see your work?
1: Oh, you can at uh, uh, the, the uh, website of Vernon Press, my publisher. You you'll find uh, two of my books, mm-hmm. uh, both uh, both up there. I'll be starting uh, the the particular uh, the landing site for my for the project of Reformed Stoicism. I'll be starting it shortly. Uh, so it will be uh, up on the internet soon, okay. uh, and you, and so yeah, that would be basically uh, be that. And also, the, there is a uh, there is a website for modern stoicism. Uh, this is kind of an organization, a network of people uh, working in stoicism, running a blog, putting together events, and so on and so on. So there is a good uh, good reference point for that too. And that that's not just me; that's uh, just kind of kind of a collective effort. So that's called modern. Stoicism and the website for my reform Stoicism will be up uh, very soon, hopefully.
0: Okay, we'll share that link, mate. Later on, when it comes up, and yes, absolutely, I can certainly share it out. Um, thanks for coming on; it's been a great conversation. I really appreciate your time and yeah, and, I, and the thoughts I today. Appreciate,
1: I appreciate the uh, your questions, your hard questions, and the way that you were kind of pushing these questions and it's kind of required an effort on my end to to answer them. And I do believe that we. We've gotten some some insights here and some, some light was shed definitely on, on definitely things. Definitely
0: some value, yeah. Mate, no, I appreciate it. Thanks, Peter. Thank you very much. Guys, you can check it out at thehiddenwide.com as always. Uh, until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I hope you love what you're hearing. If you like this episode, guys, or any of the episodes that you're listening to here at The Hidden Why, please do me a favor by sharing it. You can share it with your families. You can share it with your loved ones. You can do that by using your favorite social media channels, using the icons on the platform that you're listening to, The Hidden Why podcast. Also, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. I love to hear from you. I love to converse with the people that listen to this show to find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, and perhaps if they have any questions or feedback for the show as well.